Welcome to the Viking Spotlight. This is a podcast about people, events, and projects in the North Canton City School District, and I'm your host, Jeff Wendorf. Today's episode features two North Canton teachers who will become assistant principals next year. They are Anna Stangelo, who's a teacher at Northwood Elementary, and Tim Hulse, who's a teacher at North Canton Middle School. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks. Great to be here today. Thank you. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's get into it, and it's an exciting time, and, and sometimes I say a little terrifying time, and uh, especially for you, Anna, coming from Northwood, one of our smaller buildings a little bit, and going to a, uh, an intermediate building with uh, nearly a 1,000 kids, so a lot on your plate coming up, but before we get to that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your experience as a teacher and, and what made you decide to become a teacher. Well, um, my husband and I moved to North Canton about 19 years ago, so we've been residents for quite a while. We have three children. Our oldest is a sophomore at the University of Cincinnati. We have a senior here at Hoover. He will be going to Gannon University. And then we have an eighth grader who is about to become a freshman. So they keep us very busy. I'm sure. Um, about me as a teacher, though, I've been teaching now for 22 years. I've taught things from uh, reading. I've taught fourth grade, fifth grade, and the last seven years I've been at Northwood Elementary as a second grade teacher. Okay, great, great. Well, let's see, Cincinnati and Gannon, they're opposite directions. I know. They couldn't, they couldn't make it easy for <laughs> no. us. Kids don't do that, do they? They don't. No, no. That's been our experience. That's great, great. Tim, how about you? Well, actually, I have uh, quite a bit in common with what Anna just said. Um, I grew up wearing orange and black, too, although that was at Green High School, just up the street here. So I I consider myself a local guy as well. Uh, But we also have three children. Um, I'm married, and our kids are ages 13, 16, and 19. Uh, so, you know, uh-huh. working through the teenage years. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, when, you know, when I see parents uh, of our middle schoolers, I certainly know what they're experiencing and, and I can connect. I understand. <laughs> Recent memory, right? Yeah, it's, it's a challenge to be a parent today. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of my personal side. Um, I enjoy being active, uh, just trying to stay healthy. And I enjoy sports. I still like getting outside and playing some sports and exercising and just trying to just try to live, an, live an active life as much as sure. possible. Um, and then professionally, I've been teaching now for about 20 years and all in the middle school uh, age group, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, uh, most, most of that time in a math classroom, but also taught some social studies uh, and, and really just looking forward to taking the next step professionally as I move into the administrative role. Great. That's exciting. And, and, and you're right about uh, it's a different world now than certainly when we grew up. I grew up. You guys are of a different era, but um, uh, different world between us. But uh, for our kids, too, and, and, and your kids being college age or near college age. And uh, then we have young ones in your building in third, fourth and fifth grade and middle school. You have a lot of influence on kids and, uh, and their future and lots of challenges coming at kids. And and uh, it's a it's a different time. That's for sure. We do our best to try to to make sure they get what they need. But uh, why did you guys become a teacher? Well, for me, um, I grew up in a house. Both my parents are teachers, so I grew up around education and with people who valued education. Um, My mom taught elementary, so I'd help grade papers and put stickers on, and that was just something I was like, that's what I'm going to do. But for me, when I got to college, it really, um, I got into my first field experience, and it just felt right. It was a, a a natural fit for me yeah. and haven't looked back. So I really you credit my parents for the direction that uh, my career has taken. Yeah, neat. Uh, for me, actually, my, my route to, to teaching was a little bit non-traditional. 
Um, I went to college, got a business degree, and I was working in the business world, and I had a job that took me into schools every day. And uh, I was working on computers and rolling out software. And I found myself going into the classrooms, and I'm working on the computer, but I'm really watching what the teacher is doing and how they interact with the students. And that really kind of opened my eyes to what it is to be a teacher and, and just how, how much they can impact a student. And I saw the other side of the school. It was just a whole new perspective for me. So really my desire to teach kind of came as an adult. And uh, I, I just knew I was sitting there working on the computers, but I'm watching and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to be the person working with the kids, connecting with the kids. Um, and also around that same time in my life, I was coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone asked me to coach a sixth grade basketball team. And I thought, well, sure. You know, I had a lot of basketball in my background and uh, I loved it. So it was instant connection. I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I went back to college and got a teaching degree and have not looked back since. Yep. That was uh, the the thing just to, to see the aha moment or the spark and in athletics, trying to get the help the kids learn how to flip the switch from to Mm -hmm. compete and, and do that. That's the, that's the fun part of education is to see that. Yeah, I get that. And I can do that. And uh, maybe they couldn't yesterday, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, um, I'll ask a crazy question, Tim, you first, why do you want to be an administrator or assistant principal? Well, when I got into teaching, you know, it was always about making an impact on kids and I wanted to connect with them. I wanted to be that role model and kind of guide them through those tricky middle school years. And I'm, I'm proud of, of how that has gone for the past 20 years. Um, I'm happy with that body of work that I've done. And really as I become an administrator, I just, I'm looking to expand the impact. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked with kids directly for a long time now, and I've built a lot of life experience, professional experience. So I feel like I can take that impact to the teaching staff and, and even to the parents and to the families that we serve. So I'm looking to, to impact not just students, but staff members, families, really our our community. Yeah. Leadership. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Anna, you've done a little bit of leadership in the last few years as coordinating summer school programs for us and uh, doing those things. Did that uh, foster? I, I assume you thought about it before that, but uh, um, tell us about your uh, assistant principal quest. Uh, you are correct. Um, did think about it a little bit before the, the summer learning opportunity. Um, it was really a nice kind of foray into what um, administration could look like on a smaller level. I had to figure out a lot um, as far as building a schedule, um, looking at ordering supplies, some discipline, all on a smaller scale, though, mm-hmm. which was a really nice opportunity for yeah. me. So yeah. I got to kind of see what it was all about. And, and I agree with Tim. It, it's the connection piece. I feel like uh, that is a strength is that those connections with kids. And if we can build that a little further and impact yeah. more, um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that opportunity. Neat. And, and you're going to partner with uh, Ryan Kumpf, who's currently an intermediate school principal, to, uh, to operate the, uh, the new intermediate, North Canton Intermediate, uh, bringing both Greentown and Orchard Hill together. What do you, I guess, what do you hope, how, would you, how do you hope to describe the building next year at this time? wrapping up on a year, you know, what do you, what do you hope to see? Well, I hope to see a seamless transition. That would be amazing. We're bringing two awesome staffs together. I've had an opportunity to be at Orchard Hill a little bit and Greentown a little bit and get to know a few of the teachers there. Um, I'm excited about the opportunities. I'm excited about what a new building can do for us and the opportunities that that will open. 
Um, one of the things that I'm passionate about is bringing the PBIS program to the intermediate school. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting that off the ground and uh, kind of seeing where that takes us to. Yeah. So what for our listeners that aren't educators and, and maybe don't have kids in school, well, tell me about PBIS. So PBIS um, kind of lays the foundation um, for our behavior management at a school. Um, it stands for um, positive behaviors, interventions, intervention supports. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's uh, a, an interesting um, way to look at it in, in kind of tiers. So we give students um, just some, some truly education on sure. what it looks like, um, how, do, how do we behave, what are our expectations for certain areas of the building. Um, and then from there, um, we just revisit those throughout the year. Um, and then we, uh, if some students are struggling, we look to uh, help them out a little bit yeah. uh, with some interventions. Well, that's cool. So it basically, it celebrates wins. It Absolutely. highlights the hex expectations. And if you have good behavior and, and maybe good grades and those mm-hmm. kind of things, you get expanded uh, privileges or, or rewards. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. And not, not just the, the stick. Yeah, a little no. bit more of the carrot than the stick, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, that's a big piece of it, yeah. um, is that teaching piece. Sure. Um, when a student makes a poor choice, it's, mm-hmm. you know, definitely how can we um, make that choice differently yeah. in the future and just give them some instruction on how to do that. Yeah, life is choices. And, and if we can just is. pause for just a fraction of a second and make a, a good decision over a, a poor one, or at least stop and pause on it, that's a, that's a life skill that uh, all of us could use. Right? For sure. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and at the middle school, Tim... Uh, um, um, Michael Copa is moving to a data director position with the district. And, um, of course, Mrs. Mance is retiring. So there's going to be two new assistant principals and Mr. Eby will be there as principal, but a new team there. So what do you, what do you see it for the future of the middle school? Well, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to coming together with uh, Mr. Eby and Mrs. Peer, uh, and just really forming a good team, a good leadership team at the top. Uh, but really, you know, I just want North Camp middle school to be a place where people thrive. And when I say people, you know, I think of our staff members. I want them to enjoy coming to work every day. I want them to look forward to it. And I want them to to really kind of have fun teaching in an effective manner. Uh, and I think if they're doing that, then we're going to see that just trickle down to our students. And I want our students to thrive as well. And, and uh, you know, when you think about middle school, the kids come in as elementary kids, and they leave as high school kids. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of transition that goes through there. And, and those can be some tricky times for some people. Absolutely. But I still think kids can thrive during those times. They're really willing to engage with the content. They still care about their teachers, and they're vibrant, and they're lively. They have a lot of energy. And, and I just want that to come out in a positive manner. So, you know, I hope to see kids thrive academically, uh, socially, emotionally, physically as they go through all the changes Um, and and we have a lot of programs in place at the middle school that i think can allow that to happen yeah you guys do the pbis as well absolutely and some other things yeah good 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 well who who looking in your past either as a student or maybe a colleague or or so on who's influenced you the most in in your education and your career i guess well that's that's a great question um you know i was fortunate early in my career that um, I connected with another teacher, and he really kind of took me under his wing. He was a veteran. He was vibrant and lively. He understood uh, what it is to be a middle school teacher and how to connect with these kids and how to keep the kids first and, and how to lead your classroom. And he, he was also a coach, and he uh, really kind of taught me how to coach 
the middle school grade level as well. So I was really fortunate. Uh, he's long now retired, may never hear this podcast, but uh, his name was Mike Heidi, and I'm so thankful that I had him at an early point in my career to kind of show me how to do this middle school thing yeah. because I've benefited from his wisdom even to this day. Sure. Yeah. Well, if he, if maybe we'll find his email or find him and, and shoot him this email, I'm sure he's proud of you. All right. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Good. Anna, how about you? Who's had an influence on you? Well, definitely my parents being both yeah, educators. Right. But um, when I think back, um, I had a second grade teacher who, um, her name was Mrs. Moss. And again, probably l- retired for sure. Um, but I, as I think back, I don't know that I can recall academics necessarily that she taught me, but it was that environment. It was that you walked in and you were met with a warm smile. It was all about that climate of that classroom. I felt comfortable there. She made it comfortable, and, and that's still impactful for me today, thinking about how my impact on my students as, as they walk in, being that smiling face that greets them, and uh, yeah. hopefully to make that same impact too. Right. Very cool. Well, you know, with, with a lot of change in the district this year coming up in the next few months and, uh, um, you know, bringing our buildings together and uh, new, new uh, leadership at the middle school in some ways. But, uh, Anna, what would you tell parents of third, fourth, and fifth graders next year? What, what, do you, what are one or two or three things you would tell parents to do to, to help their kids be successful? I think uh, with number one, um, just be present. Um, be present in their life. Uh, I think uh, it's so important to have those conversations with your kids away from a device. Um, that is something mm-hmm. that I would definitely um, ask them to do. Um, let's see. What else would I tell parents to do? Um, just that, that check-in piece. I think that mental check-in piece is very, very important. Check in with your teacher. Check their backpack still. Like They are getting older. They are getting more independent, but uh, some definitely need that parental guidance still to, to be that person. And I think it's important for students then to see their parents and that school being uh, one. That connection piece right. is, is very, very Communication, important. It's yeah. key for sure. Yeah. Good, thanks. Tim, how about the successful middle school experience? What's it take? Yeah, well, middle school, as I already mentioned, it's such a unique time in life. Uh, so, you know, I would say to parents, as, as your students come in as sixth graders, you know, take a few mental snapshots because that's really your last view of them as little kids uh, right. because they're going to grow up pretty, true. pretty yeah. quickly here. They're going to turn into young adults, and uh, that, that's going to be a transition in your life, and you're going to see that, that elementary kids start to become – a high school student. And during that time, you know, parents remember they still need you. Like they may start to kind of push away or pull away with independence, but they still need mom and dad or grandma and grandpa checking in their life. Uh, They still need that adult presence and that security that comes from a solid home. So, so still be there for them and keep their communication open as much as possible. Uh, We have a lot of technology uh, which you think would connect us, but sometimes it separates us, especially in those middle school years. So find a way where you can still communicate with your middle school child and, and keep a connection with them because they still need you in their lives. Right. Absolutely. Yep. They still do. And mine are 30 and 28. They still need that. It, we, we, the parents may need it then as much as yeah. the kids do. But absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, it is a different world. And, you know, every five years or so, it changes dramatically and things are changing faster. And, and you're right. It does go faster. And uh, it seems like those high school years just flew by. And, uh, yeah, next thing you know, you're doing weddings and grandbabies and all that. So. 
which is a blast. It's, yeah, a, it's a blast. Yeah. We're not ready for that I, I, quite yet. I, I, I know you got time. I know you got time. But it, it is fun. But mm-hmm. I, my, I guess my point is, is it goes really fast and uh, lots of fun and uh, – um, lots of terrifying situations as well, but that's life and, and you get through it together and communicate, love each other. And, and yeah, it's, it's a good thing. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I would add to that, you know, in middle school, sometimes people think it's, Oh, it's such a strange time, but there's some great moments uh, in middle there. school's a blast. It's yeah. a, it's a lot of fun and you can have some great memories with your kids too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Just, uh, be their parent, but also have fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I, yeah, yeah. Be their parent. That's the key thing. So, yeah, <laughs> right, right, good. Well, anything else you guys want to share about yourselves or your careers or North Canton schools or? You know, I, I would just, you know, just share my excitement at this point. You know, this is a, a major uh, transition for myself. Sure. And, and I am just so looking forward to stepping into the middle school next year as an administrator, as a leader for the staff and for the students. Um, you know, I can't wait to welcome the incoming sixth grade class and then watch them grow through sixth, seventh and eighth grade and prepare them for high school. So, you know, I just want to share just the, the positive vibes and the excitement that I'm feeling Good. right now. Good. Yeah. I feel that. Good. Good. Yeah. And I think I'd yeah. echo that, uh, echo that as well. That excitement is building. And I think we are so fortunate um, to be a part of North Canton schools. I know we moved here purposefully for all of the opportunities offered to our children, and, and I'm excited to continue to offer those opportunities to yeah. all of the families we serve. Great. Thank you both very much for joining us. And, uh, you know, you, you, I, I usually talk about North Canton being a great place for kids, but, uh, Tim, I like what you said. It's a great place for people. And uh, I think that speaks to the, the district as for students, but for staff as well, and also the community. It's a great place for people. I like that. Yeah. So thanks for what you do to make it that way. And uh, wish you the best next year. Get some rest this summer if you can. But uh, it'll, be a, it'll be quite a transition for you, and I know you'll do great. So thank you. Great. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yep. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners for joining us today. Uh, this podcast is a great way for us to share outstanding information and outstanding people about the that are in the district and, and so on with our residents and with our families and community. And if you have any questions about the podcast or suggest any other topics, make sure to let us know. Uh, best way is by either by calling the district office or sending an email to vikingspotlight at northcantonschools.org. And we welcome your thoughts on, on this podcast, but also on any others. And uh, keep an eye out for our end-of-year communications uh, for all the activities for end-of-year, but also announcements for, for next year's uh, changes coming at us. So thank you all very much, and go Vikings!